Hey there, my friend. It's Dave. Well, my friends, plural. It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary, the greatest marketing show on earth. My friends, uh, what makes this great is you and who specifically our guests are. Each person that comes on the show is, in most cases, new to the marketing world, most of the time new to Legendary Marketer, unless they're a returning guest. And I haven't spoke to the guests, so everything that you're hearing is going to be the first time that I've ever spoke to them. I'm going to be learning about their life, how they got started, what attracted them here, what they're doing to get results, what they're overcoming mentally and in their life to be able to succeed. All of that is live, unedited, unscripted, unplanned, everything delivered right here for you to be able to enjoy in an authentic and transparent way. And with that being said, my friends, this morning we have a full-time tech professional and a family man who has discovered digital marketing as uh, part of his destiny, right? Part of what uh, he enjoys doing and maybe even believes that he was born to do. Uh, My friends, please help me welcome to the show all the way, I believe, from San Francisco, Dan. How are you, my friend? Hey, Dave. Good, glad to be here. Good morning to you. Glad you're here. Was all that true that I said in the intro, uh, even where you're from? Uh, Yes, definitely. I am from the Bay Area, San Francisco, uh, just north of San Francisco, across the Golden Gate. And uh, I've lived here my whole life, except for when I went away for college. Uh, I think you can see it on the wall there, the CU. So uh, other than that, we've been here in the Bay. And um, yeah, I love it here. Nice. And all of the we haven't talked and this is unscripted and unplanned and the nerves and all the things are happening right here live for everybody to see. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's nerve wracking talking to you for sure. But uh, I've watched so many of your videos and uh, so many of these wake up legendaries that uh, I'm ready to ready to talk, ready to do this. Nice, man. Well, thank you for, uh, you know, trusting and uh, taking action, at least enough on what I've said and what we've taught here to, to get some results and come on here and talk about it. So tell us, man, uh, what led you here? You know, what, how did you find us? What were you looking for? Have you found what you were looking for? Give us the story leading up to discovering Legendary Marketer and beginning to take our 15-day challenge. Absolutely. So um, as, as it says, I've been in tech for roughly the last uh, 12 years. Um, I came out of college uh, not knowing really what I wanted to do. I bounced around for a little while uh, doing some small stuff, um, customer service, sales things, but that really wasn't what I was interested in. So um, I decided to go back to school um, at night. Um, So I got my AA in Um, information technology um, while I was working. And so I decided to go into the tech field. Uh, Computers always interest me, everything about them. My father was always into computers. So um, I thought that was what I was going to do forever. Uh, I've been, you know, in the corporate tech world for the last 10 years, but uh, just feeling, you know, burnt out on the nine to five on the corporate grind, um, you know, 
So I was looking for something more. I wanted to find out if there was something else I could do to make money online, support my family, but, um, you know, still have free time. Uh, I'm a father of three. So, um, I have a little one who's just, uh, 13 months. So, uh, an eight year old and a six year old. So, you know, obviously you have to take care of them and, and also, you know, figure out what you can do. And, um, that led me online on Instagram, looking for ways to make money online and, uh, led me to a page talking about, uh, a way that, um, I could take a course and, and learn a bunch of high income skills. And that really interested me. And so jumped online, uh, started the 15 day challenge and, um, after day four or five, uh, after I met with my business, um, consultant then um i was like this this seems amazing all the skills uh are exactly what i'm looking for so i decided to pull the trigger by the by the blueprints jump in with both feet you know um i've gone to school multiple times i know the value of paying for um courses people to teach you you know what what they know and um so you can get up and running quicker and so I jumped in with both feet and uh, here we are. Nice. Nice, man. Well, um, it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to have the dads being represented on here um, from more That's than, very true. you know, from more than just me. Uh, and, you know, us dads are also, we also now are, are realizing that, um, you know, and I think we have for a long time, there's just not been an outlet for us to be able to do that. We, we also enjoy working from home. We also enjoy working <laughs> and traveling. We also enjoy, um, you know, spending, spending time with our family, not to say that we don't, you know, like our own time as well. Uh, every man enjoys a little man cave time, wherever that man cave might be. Maybe it's on the golf course, maybe it's in the basement, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. but, um, but, but the old, you know, working outside of the house and never seeing your kids, especially when they're young, like you say yours are, is not what any father dreamed of when they decided to have uh, children. And, and I can Absolutely. tell you that, you know, speaking for myself, and I, it sounds like you echo that as well. So uh, you're also touched on the the college point of, you know, the fact that once again, here, somebody went to college, did all the right things. Yep. And it wasn't enough. You know, it wasn't yep. enough. And um, so uh, you're in the tech space and I've got a lot of friends in the tech space in the Bay area, actually. And it's an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, you guys are very, very intelligent, very hardworking, very prideful about what you do, um, and and oftentimes view, you know, taking a course online or starting a side hustle or a business online as something that's you know, a lot Below of tech you guys, maybe or something. Turn yeah. your nose up to that, you know. Yeah, how, absolutely. How, talk talk to us about how you, as a professional, as somebody in the I mean, we're talking the Bay Area Silicon Valley space. We're talking the tech, tech, yeah. tech space. I mean, th this is you're out there in San Francisco. And again, I'm familiar with that space. I've got people that live out there. I've been there, too. 
How are how did you finally humble yourself to say, hey, I'm going to be willing to to learn from some high school dropout, you know, or anybody for that matter, and and go well, maybe not anybody, but but actually try something <laughs> that's really pretty outside of the norm for guys and gals out in the tech space in Silicon Valley. Again, it was you said it, not me. A lot of tech people would turn their nose up at some internet marketing thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've gone back, I've gone to school twice. I've, uh, you know, in the tech space, either you're constantly learning new things or you're falling behind. It moves so quickly. You know, I'm on the engineering slash, you know, IT side. So um, I'm not against learning new things. That's what I've always been into. Um, you know, I was constantly taking new courses to um, up my skill level on different things re regarding tech, you know, different um, programs that come out, uh, new technology that comes out, constantly learning new things. So taking a course doesn't matter who it's from. If you connect with the person, then, you know, that's all that really matters. And when I saw you talk, when I listened to the words that you were saying, everything, you know, made sense to me. And so um, I felt like I connected with what you were saying and, and I wanted to learn more. So it didn't matter who you were, what your backstory was. I don't think that really matters on the internet. You know, people mm -hmm. want to see who you are, see your personality. And um, if you have something to teach them and then they can connect with you, then, then that's all that really matters. So um, I pulled the trigger. Um, I bought the blueprints. I, I thought about it, you know, overnight, I spoke with my wife, you know, this is, I've been, taking this class and and learning this amazing stuff and i think i'm gonna pull the trigger and and purchase this uh the full course and jump in there with both feet and um that's what i did so here i am um talking to you when i got the email that you wanted to talk to me i was like that's super exciting i'm ready to do it um and hopefully i have something interesting to talk about so absolutely yeah. well how is AI. I mean, how is the culture out there in the Bay Area, in Silicon Valley, shifting? I know for many years, I mean, working at Google, working at Facebook, that was the holy grail. And, and maybe it Absolutely. still is. But how is the culture shifting, say, since the pandemic, where it seems like people, at least from the outside looking in, it isn't, it isn't, people had a wake up call just like they did in other industries and in, in verticals that slaving away at an office for a multi-billion dollar, damn near trillion dollar company is, is not your destiny as we use to describe your journey here in the description. Um, mm -hmm. are, are, do, is obviously you are more open to unconventional opportunities but is there also, are you seeing, I mean, are you looking up ahead and saying, I need to be diversified here because A, going in and working all day and night and making Facebook or Google or whatever the company is, my God, my holy grail that I'm hopefully going to get to and work my way up, as well as the kind of happenings of AI and how that's affecting everybody's work and future. I mean, are did you have you had a shift in the last couple of years about how you look at um, 
your your previous career, how you look at how the tech space is changing and how you look at the opportunity in conventional industries and jobs not being as as you once believed it was or maybe even as it once was. Absolutely. Um, San Francisco, I used to be in the city every single day downtown. You know, it was buzzing. It was uh, it was busy. Everyone was it was fun. Uh, the tech world was great. You know, when I was a little younger, uh, I really can't think of a better job than, you know, working at a tech company. Everything is, I mean, everything is paid for. There's free stuff all the time. Um, free food, free drink. Um, so that stuff was great. And the camaraderie, you know, being in the office with everyone, uh, tech is, you know, notorious for having open, you know, open desks. So everyone can see everyone else, you know, so um, that part of it was awesome. It was it was fun. And then COVID hit and literally everything shut down. The whole city shut down. Um, you go into downtown now and and it's and it's dead. There's, you know, 10 people walking around where there used to be, you know, 100,000. So it, it's totally changed. It changed my outlook, um, it changed my thinking on what I really wanted to do with my life. And just forced me to, you know, not force me, but uh, gave me the opportunity to to think about and look for for something else. And so, um, you know, I'm now that I haven't had I didn't have to go into the office for a long time, you know, making that two hour commute every day back and forth two and a half hours. Um, it's just something that I mean, you know, as you get older, you want more you want to you want to spend more time with your family you want to see your little kids grow up and, and uh, you want to find another way to support yourself. So that's what I was doing. That's why I'm here. And uh, I want to help other people do the same really. So um, that's what I'm trying to do. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's really, that's really powerful to give us that image of, of the Bay area pre and post COVID and and that is one of the, as you, as you said, one of the most bustling cities that if anywhere was cool to go into the office, dadgummit, it was San Francisco. It was San Francisco in the tech industry, in the tech field. And now there's 10 people walking around in the city or, or you know, or a lot less. Right. And right. Absolutely. Wow, what a shift. What a shift. And, and I can tell you that from my perspective, the, you know, the pandemic during and, of course, after completely changed people's perspective about working at home versus going into an office, about their career path, about what's important. Um, you know, a lot of us had time to sit at home on our on our computers or our phones, particularly our phones, and, and hear yeah. a lot of people talking about a lot of interesting things during the pandemic, right? Uh, we were all forced in some capacity to... to well, we all had to survive and make money, and many of us were forced to go online. Um, and and so there was this. Ex- there's been this explosion of of creativity of people talking about unique ways, uh, different ways uh, to make money online. And in a way, everybody was forced to make money online, unless you were an essential <laughs> worker, healthcare. And we're grateful for our healthcare workers, our nurses. We got lots of them in this community, our teachers, all of those people. But for the, for those that weren't deemed essential, we had to figure out how to make money from home and how to support yeah. ourselves and how to. And so it, it, it created this real um, 
this real hunger it, within people to look out. And also this, com this complete open-mindedness started to happen. Just a break happened in people's minds that would have once been completely closed-minded. Now they were open-minded suddenly. And what was once a scam and all this other stuff online, oh, I'm not, I, I, now they were like, teach me, show me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm desperate. And for people like you who have taken that step, you realize that, wow, this is, this is legit. This is happening all around me. This is, this is actually how a lot of people are making money and paying for advertising on a lot of these big platforms like Facebook, like Google, like Twitter. I mean, there's a lot that's of how they, that's how they make most of their money is by advertising. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, God bless America. Sixty like percent of their revenue is all from you know is from ads. So you know they're trying to sell you something. The, absolutely, and 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 so there's this big sort of aha moment I think for a lot of us who are taking a closer look. And I'm glad you are in the tech space, realizing that a lot of the code maybe that you're 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 writing is being used by mm. people who are affiliate marketers or selling courses or information, and 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 then the users who are enjoying that, who are soaking that up. Um, so talk to us what it was like for you once. I mean, you've got twenty three four thousand followers on Instagram, going from being in the tech world. Um, I would assume not creating videos, maybe a zoom here or there. What was it like for you to get on, you know, what was it like for you to get on video and start creating and putting yourself out there? Yeah. I mean, obviously that's, that's something everyone has to get over, right? I mean, unless you were already uh, creating content, which I was not creating content. I think I posted on Instagram, you know, 20 or 30 times total ever. Um, and they were just pictures of, you know, my family or whatever. So, um, it takes, it takes courage. It takes, um, you know, knowing that this is something that you think you can do, you know, seeing other people do this, that, you know, are making a ton of money and you're like, why can't I do that? Uh, I have, you know, I'm smart. I have the skills. I can figure this stuff out, but, um, creating content is not something that takes, you know, is not, uh, is not doing tech. It, it's uh, coming up with interesting ideas that speaks to people. You know, you have to think about psychology and, and, you know, what people are looking for. Um, you know, I was watching your call yesterday um, with um, uh, Haley. Uh, I thought the call was great. You know, you had some really amazing things to say yesterday. Um, and you said something that resonated with me that people weren't looking to, wine and dine you're not you know they just want a quick hookup so yeah. at first at first i started to talk about my story you know as a lot of people do and and that stuff didn't really resonate you know with people like they don't they don't care what my story is they want to know what i can do for them how can i help them how can i uh, make them money how can i you know make their life easier so um as you go along you really need you learn you look at insights you look at what's working and what's not and uh create content around that um i my one video that has my most views which is above like 2.7 million at this point was about print on demand um because print on demand is a booming subject in the make money online area and um 
when I created that video, I really didn't think that that was going to be a video that that went viral. You know, I don't know. Maybe you never think that that's the video yeah. that's going to go viral. You never know. So, um, but uh, I didn't really have people. So I started, I talked about it and then I didn't really have anything to give people when they were asking me for information on print on demand. I, I was like, I know what it is. I know how to do it, but I don't have anything to give you. People wanted instructions and stuff like that. Um, and that wasn't the first digital product that I created. Um, obviously I created the lead magnet and stuff that gets people um, on my page, but um, I went back in after that video, I created a um, like 17 page quick start guide on how to get up and running with um, Printify and Etsy and um, put it up on my stand store. And, um, and uh, when people ask now, I can say, hey, go check out my stand store. I've got an amazing quick start guide. It'll get you up and running. And, you know, that's the beauty of digital marketing. You figure out pain points and you, you work you work and you figure out an answer and you put it up for people to consume really. So, you know, um, providing the best quality is always the, is always the way to go. You know, you want even your free product to stand out against other people's paid products. So you do research and you, you work hard and, uh, and it starts to pay off, you know, you start to see those commissions come in and, and that's, you know, probably one of the best feelings ever to see that email when you wake up, you, you know, you have a new legendary marketer in your account or you have a new commission and uh, that's what we're all living for here. So it's exciting. New digital product sale. I love that. You know, yes, you, absolutely. I love that you took it upon yourself to um, provide people with a solution. This is, this is such a, a wonderful point. You're, you're dumping a, I, I just, I almost got knocked out of my seat there by that platinum nugget you just dropped, um, you know, about creating videos about different topics in your niche. In this case, you're working in the make money online, uh, which is a sub niche of the wealth niche. And yep. many of us are, are working in that niche. It's, it's a, many of us are passionate about that topic. It's, it's relevant in our lives right now. It's, it's quite yep. frankly relevant in probably everybody's life right now. So a lot of people are interested in that topic of making money. I mean, the pandemic was probably the catalyst for, 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 for a lot of us for, for that particular, to get interested in that, to have a wake up call about that. And so, yep. you know, it, it, when you have a page it's good to talk about a variety of different topics, a variety of different options for people. Um, that's why the a lot of people call them the side hustle videos. Um, it, it'd be similar if I was in the dog training niche to training to train my followers on lots of different strategies to train their dog. Right. It, yep. it, hey, here's a technique that was created by this person who believes this philosophy. Here's a technique that was that can help you do this. Here's another technique. And, and you know, you're just you're trying to provide your audience value. Ultimately, you have an end goal. You want to get them. You want to you want to sell them something. I mean, ultimately, you want to monetize your audience, but you have to continue to put out content to give yep. them value to keep them interested and in this case, you're putting out these videos that are showing people all kinds of different ways to make money online. Um, and and you, you, you did a side hustle about print on demand, but that wasn't particularly the course or the, t the product that you were selling. So you went ahead and you created a digital product. And a digital product doesn't always even have to be videos. 
you you yeah. just created an ebook or a downloadable PDF um, that you did you write it entirely entirely yourself? Did you have AI help you? Did you use Chat GPT? I mean, how? <laughs> give us give us just an insight into how. Was it easy? Was it hard to create that? I mean, did did um, you know most people when they think about putting together uh, something to sell that is their own, they think about like writing a book and oh my god, that's you know that's going to take me years to do. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You have to do the research. There's a ton of research that you can do. You know, every but. Um, Leveraging AI and, and the technology that's available to you right now is really the name of the game. If you're not leveraging AI right now to, to do marketing, then you're, you're, you're missing out and you're costing yourself you know, a ton of time and effort, really. Um, I use ChatGPT every day. Um, I use MidJourney. Uh, that's something I talk about. Um, print on demand is kind of like a niche inside of a niche. It's, uh, it's make money online but it's a very specific way to make money online. And, and I think that finding, I like, I think about it that way that you're finding a niche inside of a niche and that way you can talk to a very specific person that's looking for something. Um, yes. Yeah, so writing the book, um, that's another high income skill that, you know, you learn digital products, um, yep. how to use Canva, how to, how to make things look good. You know, you figure out which fonts work well for which, you know, which situations. So uh, all these things are, are things that you pick up as you go along. Um, I use mid journey all the time to create uh, really cool um, images for, for my products. Um, I use chat GPT to help me with wording. I use it to come up with uh, better captions for my videos. Um, literally you can type in anything that you're thinking. You just say, make this sound better and then write out what you're writing. And then it will, it'll take your words and it'll give you your words back in a, in a more elegant, you know, way that maybe you never would have thought of. And um, the power of AI is, is amazing. It's only growing. Uh, everybody needs to really learn AI if they're going to be a, you know, uh, a better marketer really. So um it, it does everything that you could ever want it to do, really. And the beautiful thing is that uh, one of the places that, that we teach this is right inside of the blueprints at our decade and a day workshop. It's focused mm -hmm. a lot on uh, chat GPT and AI and having AI help you to, um, you know, create your eBooks to come up with ad hooks, to come up with headlines, to come up with things of this nature. And the more you use it, the more you get better at it. But I love how when you created back to the topic of creating content and then having your business sort of take a, on a life of its own, you have a video that goes super viral. And instead of when everybody's asking for something, um, instead of instead of trying to push what you want down their throat and say, no, yeah. I don't have I don't have that. I, I only have this. You created a solution and gave people what they wanted. And that's a big marketing lesson. You know, a big marketing yeah. lesson is to give people what they want instead of what you always want them to have. That doesn't mean that you have to abandon what your main offer is. It doesn't mean that you have to exactly. abandon your sales funnel that you built that is your is your most profitable um, 
way to, to that where you want to send people in and get them on your email list and get them introduced into your your kind of sales funnel process. But what it does mean is, is if you have a video that goes viral 2.5 million views and you have a storm of people who are dadgum asking you for something, then freaking give it to them. Right. And, and, and figure out a way to, to you know, give the people what they're asking for instead of, you know, it's sort of like swim with the, the current instead of swimming upstream. And in a lot of times our business will take on a little bit of a life of its own and we resist that instead yeah. of trying to in, instead of seizing the opportunity which i love that you did that because that's what digital marketing and selling information is all about you're it's it's about creating it doesn't have to be a huge long i mean funnels everybody should get to the point to where you can throw up a funnel in a matter of minutes hours it, you know to where if you needed to um you, again, you had, say, for example, a, a video that went viral. This is a great example. I can't think of a better one. And all of a sudden, people were asking you about a specific topic. You, yeah. you, and you I didn't have an answer for them at first. Yeah. You created them, was, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to talk over you. No, I mean, we're both yeah. excited about this because it's such a, I think it's such a pressing topic for people because, again, a video goes viral and it's like, you know, what do I do? What do I give people? What, you know, they're asking about something that I don't have. You could even have created a, um, you even could create, have created a sales funnel that captured their email. And, and, and it said on the, on the headline, um, you know, learn, learn, here's the top five things you need to know before you start a print on demand business. That way you get their email address, get them on your, your, your email list, and then on your bridge page, you have a video that talks about five reasons why you don't like print-on-demand, even though you created a video, but here's what you do recommend that they do. I mean, there's so many different ways to skin a cat. The point is, is that we as marketers need to be flexible enough to be able to re, you know, look at what our audience is saying and give them what they want instead of trying to swim upstream and only give them what we want or think that they need. What's coming up for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so at first, like my answer to people was, you know, they were like, I want more information about how to do this. And, I, and my answer was, unfortunately, I don't have a step-by-step -step guide for you. And that just sounded horrible, really, to write that to people. And, you know, but here, check out, check out this other thing, check out my website. Um, and I feel like that probably died with most people, <laughs> thousands of people that I texted, uh, you know, DM probably, you know, I probably missed out on so many opportunities at the beginning there because I wasn't ready, but I mean, you can't, you can't be ready before, before it happens. I mean, I guess I could have created something assuming that it would do well, but that's just, you know, that's not how we think. Right. So, um, so I went back after that video, created the created the quick start guide and got that up on my on my site so that I was ready um, the next time. Um, I mean, that video still this was September 8th, almost three months ago, and it's still getting, you know, it's still getting views. It's still going up. It's still getting 100,000 views, uh, you know, a week or whatever. So it's like people are still seeing that video. They're still interested in print on demand. I still think it's a valuable 
subject to talk about. Um, I think it's a growing part of making money online and it's easy for a lot of people. They don't have to show their face. They don't have to, I mean, you do have to do marketing, but you don't have to push content like, you know, like we are. So um, a lot of people are really interested in it. And um, yeah. And I think it was my, my hook really. I, I said, you know, this is going to help you make a lot of money before Christmas. And uh, I think that's what brought people in. And um, here we are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great example of how to um, create content in basically chum the waters. You don't know what fish are going to come up to the boat. You know, when we, when we go out fishing and we throw a big old stinky chum bag out into the, into the ocean full of guts and stink and all kinds of stuff that fish love to eat. You know, we don't know if we're going to get dad gum grouper or if we're going to get, you know, if we're going to get, um, you know, sharks or we're going to get whales or, you know what I mean? We, we don't know, but we're, <laughs> yep. we're swimming the waters. We're, we're bringing fish to the boat and sure we might go out there with the intention. And this happens all the time when we're fishing, we might go out there with the intention of targeting snapper or grouper. But again, you don't know if a big old kingfish or a big old reef donkey, which is um, an amberjack, you know, uh, or you don't know if, uh, you know, you don't know if a, you know, a big old cobia or a, a, a sailfish or whatever the heck it is, is going to come up to the boat and just randomly just start swimming around looking for some bait, looking for a meal, looking for something to eat. And, um, and, and if you do have that, you certainly don't want to miss that opportunity to catch that big old fish. So you need to throw a piece of bait. And I mean, this happens all the time when we're, when you're fishing, you might see a, you might get a bite. And I mean, I, I literally want you all to think about this. You get a bite or you see a fish and, and all of a sudden you're like, get, get, give me a piece of bait. You know, get, hold on. Let me, let me throw it out there. Right. And so we throw it out there because we, there's an opportunity there and we want to try to catch that fish. And I think that Absolutely. analogy is just so perfect in this situation. Um, we didn't particularly go out there targeting that specific big old whale that came up, but we don't want to miss that opportunity. So we're going to throw something out there um, because our chum is working. It is bringing fish to the boat. And now all of a sudden we've got a variety of different options. And I think the other thing that you just hit on, which was a big old hat throwing platinum freaking nugget opportunity for everybody to learn from is you can't know what the marketplace and your audience is particularly going to respond to before you do it. So we're all wanting to be perfect. We're all wanting to, you know, what do I create? You know, how do I make sure I say it right? Oh, this sounds dumb. They're not going to like this. We overthink the hell out of it. Talk to us yeah. a little, say a little bit more about that whole shoot first and get and get ready and ask questions even later once you start getting a response and, and sort of also shoot first and ask for forgiveness later, right? You can always clean things up, fix things, but nothing's ever going to happen if you don't start. And talk to us about how that's, you know, how that's, I mean, you said it, how that's been true for you. Yeah, I mean... Like you said, you never you never really know what's gonna 
what's going to go viral, what's going to resonate with people. I mean, you, you may have a feeling um, that the video is going to do well, but then it flops, you know, you never really know. So you have to be ready to pivot. You have to be ready to, to think on your feet, come up with new ideas, um, take inspiration from people that have done it, you know, before you, around you, you know, there's, there's thousands and thousands of us doing this online. If you're, if you're having trouble finding, you know, content, just, just find other people that have already made it, look at what they're doing and, and try and put your spin on it, put your, you know, personal touch. People want to see your personality. Um, that's something that I, that I read that really resonated with me is that people, people don't care about, you know, really the way you look or your backstory. They, they, you know, if you resonate with them, if you um, have the same story as them, they will, they'll come in and they will listen to you. So um, be real, be, you know, authentic and, and speak to people and, and you will grow, you know, there's, there's people out there that are interested in, in everything. So, you know, if you're having trouble finding your people, just keep going and, um, and be ready to pivot. And, you know, if it's not working, maybe you try something else. Um, and, uh, you know, making digital products is not something that everybody knows how to do. I didn't, I didn't know how to use Canva before I started this, but, um, trial and error, you know, now I use it every single day. Um, and, and it becomes like second nature. So it, it's just another high income skill that you learn doing this and, uh, it will serve you well in the future. Yeah. Yeah, people are much more interested in genuine people who they believe are being real. Um, as Kathy said, hi, Kathy, um, one of our BPAs here. And many of our BPAs are, are on. I see Mandy as well. We got Grant Temple, lots of people tuning in and, and uh, just, you know, adding value to the conversation here. And thank you, everybody, for the comments and the, the you know, warm and friendly affirmations to both Dan and myself. We appreciate it and makes us makes us feel um, appreciated it feels good to see that people like what you have to say. Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, I was so nervous to come on here, but talking to you, it's just, uh, it's just like a single one-on-one -on -one conversation. We're just having fun shooting, the, sh you know, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, just talking, trying to get people motivated, trying to get them, you know, into a place where they can, they can go out there and make that money and, and support themselves. Bring in that bread, baby, bring that bacon home. Um, <laughs> You know, did you ever see yourself? I mean, as somebody who could inspire, who who would be delivering value. I mean, I I got to imagine that this is pretty far out of what you envisioned for your future. I mean, most engineers are, for the most part, very introverted. From what I've what I've the the engineers that I've met, and and prefer to be behind the scenes. Prefer to are not interested in inspiring. Are not interested in motivating. Are are not even really interested in interacting with people. Although they're very passionate about their work. Maybe other engineers. Is this? I mean, is this something that you are surprised? I guess what I'm trying to ask is, you know, what have you discovered about yourself? What have you learned about yourself through this journey, Dan? That has been surprising, but also. Um, that, that, that also has been enjoyable, confidence building, um, you know, uh, that, that, that you just appreciate about this process um, when it comes to you and what you are now doing. Um, 
you know, how, how is, how does, how does, how is this all resonating and sitting with you from that perspective? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, most, most people, most engineers are extremely introverted. They don't, they sit at, you know, sit quietly at their desk with their headphones on. They don't want to really talk to anyone. They want to focus on writing a code or, or doing whatever they're, they're working on right now and aren't really interested in, in speaking with a lot of people. And I had to get outside of myself. Um, you know, I'd say I'm probably half and half, um, introvert, extrovert, probably right in the middle. So, um, I don't fall on the spectrum where I'm extremely introverted, but, uh, I wasn't out there putting videos up online. You know, I wasn't out there trying to show people how to do anything really. You know, I was a consumer of content really just like 99% of the people on Instagram, just scrolling along, scrolling along. And, uh, I don't know. It just, you just got to do it. You got to get outside of your head. You got to say, I can do this. If other people can do this, um, you know, I, like you said at the beginning, there's not a lot of dads doing this. There's not a lot of men in this um, specific niche. Will, you know, it's dominated by by women. But, you know, I was like, I I can do this. I can teach people things. I I have the knowledge. I can help people set up sales funnels and, and do all that stuff. Um, I've gotten really good at, at system IO. And um, I don't know just believing in yourself, I guess, you know, there's that funny, um, funny meme that's, you know, it's like, what gave you the confidence that to make you think that you could do this? And, uh, and then the hook is, uh, uh, I can't even remember right now, but, uh, you know, just get out there and do it. You know, you never yeah. know what you can do until you get out there and try. Um, and, uh, so here I am, um, I'm almost five months in and, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but no, finish, finish. Um, and I'm just excited to to keep going and um, help other people make money online and and teach other people. So mm. it's yeah. exciting, but nerve wracking at the same time. Obviously, yeah. Oh, del it, delusion! That was the <laughs> what makes yeah. you think you can help other people do this, and it was delusion, you know. So you know, I was deluded that, uh, but here I am. So, yeah. Well, I was thinking aud aud audacious audacity, right. You know, what gives <laughs> you the audacity to think that you, you know, but delusion is, it, it fits in there just as perfect. I mean, you know, I think every successful person is a little delusional is, is a little audacious is a little, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you gotta be, man. I mean, the world society for whatever reason, I'm going to change this up real quick. Okay, can, can, you mind if I do a hat switch? Of course, I got to throw. This I love hat. it. Go ahead this, and throw that hat. It, oh, bro, you're you're you've gotten fifty thousand virtual hat throws. See this one right here. What that says? There's no nobility in poverty. Yes. No okay. one wants to be broke. But you know, it's not noble to be broke. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And and you know. Society has this weird vibe about it, our society. And, and it's, it's like this in America. Although America is touted as this place where you can uh, experience the American dream and go after your dreams. And, and while that 
I mean, in in many ways, is is what our country kind of how we got here was people coming immigrating here i mean we are literally a country of immigrants and we're not that old it's only 400 years old um mm-hmm. roughly. uh before that you know pretty much native americans were the only ones on in america you know in case yeah. anybody wondered um <laughs> it's just a fact Jack. i mean his, his, history lessons with dave yeah, history lessons with the ninth grade <laughs> dropout you know uh but anyways, um, you know, and, 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 and although our country was founded on this sort of idea of or, or at least the American dream somehow came to be where, where you know, there's this idea that we could chase our dreams and, and, and kind of live this, this, this perfect little life. The truth is people will celebrate you getting a new low paying job more than they will celebrate you starting a business. I mean, yeah. if you, you, you could just go right to social media and say, got a brand new job, doesn't pay enough to really get me through, but I'm so happy to have it and grateful. And people are liking and commenting. But if you say, you know, hey, I, uh, you know, I started a new business, you know, um, you know, mowing lawns, re- reach out to me if, 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 you know, you can support any way or you'd like to give me an opportunity to mow your, I mean, it's like crickets, you know? And, and, and so the truth is society, people, I I don't know. There's this weird vibe, at least here in America and friends, I don't live in some of you, you all's beautiful countries out there that are tuning in. But the the, the truth is, is that um, here in America, you got to be a little delusional if you want to get rich. You got to be a little bit audacious. You got to be a little bit crazy. You got to be a little bit cocky. You got to you got to ignore people. You know, you you yeah. you have to be willing, you have to go into this knowing that people are not going to be proud of you. Yeah. You got to ignore the people that, that are negative in your life, people that are telling you you can't do it. Um you know, your family members, friends, you know, I didn't tell a lot of people that I was doing this to begin with, but uh, a lot of my kid, a lot of my kids' friends have, you know, found my page and even my uh, second son's teacher started, commented and I was like, (laughs) you know, I didn't, I don't know if I really wanted them, but to find it, but it is what it is. And, and she told me that, you know, she really liked what I was talking about and found value in what I was talking about. And so that made me feel good. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't care about what other people think because they're not the ones paying your bills. Right. So if that's what you're concerned about, then you're never going to, you're never going to make money. You're never going to be able to do this because if you're always concerned about with what everyone else thinks, then that's just going to stop you in your tracks. It's going to, it's, you know, limiting mindset. You can't have that limiting mindset. And uh, you gotta, you gotta say to yourself, I can do this. If all these other people can do this, then I can do this too, because I'm smart. I can figure this out. And, and I have a personality and I can talk to people and I can tell them, you know, they want to, they want to hear what I have to say. So it's, uh, you just got to figure it out as you go along, really, you know, that's what we're all doing here. We all started at zero and, uh, we're all just working towards the goal of supporting ourselves, supporting our family and, and, and making money. 
Yeah. Yeah. In, in building our confidence and building our future. And, you know, I love how you say I have a voice. I have a personality. I have ability. I, I have, you know, hands um, because in a way we have to repair as dads, dad to dad, we have to reparent ourselves the same way that we're parenting our children. And what I mean by that is, you know, right now, my son actually happy birthday to Sammy. It's his third birthday today. Um, wow. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to my son. He's, he's, he's the big three today, but right now what we are, what we are working on with him is helping him to use his words because boys different than girls are physical are, are, you know, have testosterone running through them at a, at a young age. And he, he, uh, is, is, can be, um, more physical, more aggressive can hit sometimes. And of course, that's not what, that's not okay in, in society, in, in, in the home, in, in the classroom. And he mainly does it at home and with his sister and with people that he feels comfortable with. And it's very normal um, particularly with boys, it, it was it, it very, very, you know, I have a seven-year-old as well. And she, uh, you know, wasn't like that. You know, she didn't, she didn't, she wasn't as physical. Um, but one of the things that I'm saying to Sammy is, Sammy, what, use your words. That's not how to get what you want by hitting, tell daddy, what do you need? Use your words, tell me. And he, and he, he's like, you know, suddenly when I sort of, you know, I'm not like, stop it. Like, you know, I'm just like, Hey, Hey, that's not how to get what you want. Talk to me, use your words, buddy. Tell me. And it's forcing him to use his words. And he's like, Oh crap. It's almost like, he's like, wait, I, I have a mouth. I have wor I have a voice. It's almost like he's reminded of it. Right. Because again, yeah. Young boys are just like, Rah! they just want to jump and hit and throw and, very normal. I want to do that sometimes. Um, and, 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 and so I also, to your point as an adult man or woman, I mean, it, it will, I have to remember nobody else is going to tell me as a matter of fact, other people are going, I mean, for the most part, a lot of people in society are going to smile in my face watch, pay attention and be very entertained by the train wreck that is my life, by my inability to be able to ever get ahead because I'll be right down where they're at or below them and they feel better about themselves that way. It's just pure fact, people. Yeah. Fight me, argue about it, whatever, but you know it's true. Yeah. There's very, very few people in your friend's circle who are emotionally involved with your family, who will ever truly be proud of you if you're, if you're doing better than they are. Yeah. That's why That's so as true. an entrepreneur, we learn to keep our business to ourselves. The more successful that we get, the more successful, the more quiet, the more we let our actions speak for ourselves. And we, and we just keep our business to ourselves, particularly in our friends and family circle. Until we begin to, you know, build different friend circles. And a lot of you are starting to build your friend circle here in this community and online. But I love what you said because we have to remember that we have a voice, that we have words, and that nobody's coming to save us. And in a way, we have to mentor ourselves. 
we have to also stop looking for gurus. See, I don't want to be anybody's guru. I don't want to be anybody's, you know, savior. I don't want to be the person who's going to make or break you. This community is about creating independent entrepreneurs, not dependent entrepreneurs. I, 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 I'm an introvert. I don't want people coming in needing me for everything. I mean, for God's sakes, that's not what I, why I'm doing this. And so we have to remember to mentor, to reparent ourselves along this journey, like you said, because nobody's going to do it for us. And most people are not going to be proud of us. And, it, and, and I love just your yeah. journey, your story and how you your your journey of your of humility and even being in a, a wonderful career and industry, but still being willing to do what you needed to do, Dan, to to feed your family, to provide for you and yourself and your family and not just sit proud, but broke. And I call it where your ego is bigger than your bank account. Mm -hmm. So congrats. you just got to. Yeah, you got to get out of, outside of your own head. You know, it's really our own self-doubt and our own negativity that holds us back. And and that's probably the, the largest, um, you know, limiting mindset is saying, you know, I can't do that. I, you know, I don't know how to do that. I, these people are doing it, but that's not something that I can do. Instead mm -hmm. of saying, you know, if they can do it, I can do it too. And, you know, maybe I can do it better. Maybe I can reach the same level that they're on or, or higher, you know? So yep. you just got to believe in yourself. And, you know, that's what we teach our kids too. You know, I have my two older are eight and six, two boys, like you said, uh, you didn't have the fighting, but I have the fighting every day. <laughs> so with the beating up on each other, the oh, constant touching, oh. the constant wrestling and arguing. And, and so, um, <laughs> it's exciting, but it's crazy at the same time. Yes, my friend, it truly is. Um, well, it has been I like a the third hat change for the day. I like it. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, my friend. Well, listen, it has been a enlightening, empowering, motivating, inspiring chat with you this morning. Thank you so much for spending it with us, with me. Um, and uh, yeah, man, come back and keep us posted on your journey here in a couple of months and and uh, love to to see, you know, how things are going for you. And congrats on all your success so far, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dave. Maybe uh, I'll be back in the future, but thank you for having me on. And it was great talking to you. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, Dan. All see you, right. Man. Thanks. Bye. All right, my friends, you can find Dan on Instagram at Dan B the Affiliate. Very simple, Dan B the Affiliate, uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. My friends, wow, what a what another. I mean, just a great conversation. Very inspiring. Shout out to all the dads out there. Um, and 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 again, you know, we can learn from each other. It doesn't just have to be dads learning from dads. That's the beautiful thing about this this. Uh, this this community and, and how we how we realize that uh, anybody can offer value, even a ninth grade dropout, for God's sakes. Um, you know, thank you for all of the comments, the affirmations, the validation that you guys give us in the comments. It makes it it, it makes these episodes a real pleasure to do for all of you with all of the positive vibes and energy. Of course, it also helps make our guests feel uh, comfortable and appreciated 
and respected when they when they come on and and that is um that's a great gift that you're giving uh them um and we we promise to support you any way that we can if you're ever a, a guest on the show or in any other capacity my friends this is just a wonderful wonderful community to be a part of and i say that as both somebody who you know facilitates a lot of it and 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 you know tries to show up as a leader every day and um, and do the best I can to uh, you know uh, have uh, you know just be a great example of what's possible, and also how to do this, how to be consistent, how to show up every day. But it is it is truly um, a pleasure to be working alongside of all of you who are just as special and unique, and who have all of the capabilities that I have. And, um, and, and, and are, are just great, great people to be working with and in business with and, and to be serving. And so thank you all, seriously, from the bottom of my heart for making this um, just fun and a pleasure to do and not ever feel like work. It really doesn't. And my, my, my hope for you is that, um, you know, you will continue to do this until uh, or you will continue to, uh, you know, chase your entrepreneurial passions. Um, uh, maybe that's going to be here inside of our community with what we teach. Uh, maybe this is just going to light your entrepreneurial fire. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, I'm going to still be doing my thing and we're going to still be doing our thing. But my hope is that, uh, you know, you continue on this journey to keep at it. Don't quit before the miracle happens so you, too, can discover what it feels like to to make money, to have a business, to build a life and a business that you love and not feel like you're ever working a single day either. With that being said, get out of here, my friends. Have a fantastic Tuesday. It's, uh, again, an honor and a privilege. I'll be back here tomorrow for another episode. Stay legendary. Uh, and uh, the show's a wrap. Get out of here. Peace.